Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Bayo. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Melting Pot with me, Payal. Um, I'm in Delhi and um, I'm in conversation with a lovely lady. Her name is Sonali Singh. Uh, Sonali, as I understand, is co-founder of Insta Pizza. She's going to tell us all about Insta Pizza and she's also going to talk to us about her journey. So, hi Sonali. Hi Payal, thank you so much for uh, speaking uh, in, and, and just having a conversation. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm very excited. I, I have to say it's my first ever podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> That has to be your first, yeah, right? I mean, my, when I started Melting Pot, my first conversation with someone right. was like, wow, you yeah. know, I mean, these things do happen, right? Yeah. And so, I, I'm, I'm an avid listener, so it's oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. okay yeah. that's good. Yeah. I listen to a lot uh, when I work out. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, what's your story, Sonali? So how far back do you want me to go? Um, essentially, are you from Delhi? Yes. Okay. Born and brought up in Delhi. I was in school in Sri Ram School. Okay. Um, and then uh, when I was 18, I uh, started applying for my colleges. So I went to Warwick University in okay. England. Okay. So I studied sociology there. Okay. Uh, with a major in gender. And then kind of realized... So you wanted to do something uh, related to that? I thought so. Okay. Um, and, and I still believe that I will. Okay. Um, but... Um, I wasn't the heaviness of the academia was okay. in my cup of tea okay. right and yeah. um, I mean I have to say I learned a lot about writing and okay. about essays and you know and, I, and it gave me a lot of time to be active in other extracurricular activities right. so but you got into uh, it because you felt so I was a, I, I really used to love psychology okay and that was my strongest subject in school okay and then I just thought that and basically Warwick I mean I was shortlisted with between uh, Warwick and uh, University of British Columbia in Vancouver okay but the psychology and social department in uh, Warwick is much better okay. and the sociology course yeah. is supposed to be much better than the psychology. Okay. So I kind of thought that I'll just deviate a bit here right, right. and take that. And and from all the, you know, when you can choose, yeah. I, anyways, you know, gender is a very close subject. Yeah, that's so, the point I was trying yeah. to make. So, so then I, I picked most of my sort of electives to okay. be in gender. 
Okay. Right. And then, so after you graduated, um, did you, so you came back to India? No, actually, I was uh, finishing my three years. Okay. And so basically, my mom and I always have this little tussle. Okay. Um, so I wanted to stay longer. I didn't right. want, I wasn't ready to come back. Right. And she said, okay, if you want to stay, then get into a good college for your MA um, or get a job. You right. Know, f- figure out what you want to do. Right. So then I started applying to uh, business schools. Okay. And I got into Imperial. So okay. the Tanaka Business School. Yeah. So I did an MA in business. Okay. Because I kind of realized that um, this academic wasn't, you know, it's too academic for me. Right. Um, I still had no idea what I wanted to do. Right. Uh, but I assumed that, hey, I'm a Marwari. I think business runs in my blood. Okay. <laughs> so so just for listeners who are not from sure. India, um, Marwari is like a community. And as Sonali mentioned, it's a business community. Yes. So, you know, you have it's a lot of trading and... Yeah, they're the ones who excel the most like in business. So, okay. for example, uh, the richest man of India is Mukesh Ambani, right. who is a Marwari. Okay. So, yeah. most of the large business families yeah. are the Gujarati or Marwari. Okay. It's just, we, we, it's a tendency to get into your own businesses. Right. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so then you, you did your master's. Yes. So I did my, uh, so I got into Imperial College. Yeah. Uh, then I went to London. So I did my master's there in business. And I basically, I had also started working when I was 18. Okay. Uh, because I, you know, I'm the only, I'm an only child. Okay. And uh, that was my parents were very good in letting me know that, okay, this is what you're going to get, but nothing beyond. Right. And, you know, being 18, I had a lot of desires and wants of shopping and yeah. wine and clothes yeah. and X, Y, Z. So I started earning my I started, actually, I started with waiting at restaurants. Okay. So that's when I started enjoying the restaurant ambience. Oh, okay. Right, from Boric itself. So I enjoyed running restaurants, I enjoyed doing the waitressing job. So then I moved to London and I started uh, my master's. Yeah. And then I started also interning at a uh, asset management financial company. Okay. When I was doing their marketing, like their corporate marketing, internal marketing. Okay. So started doing that. Business was good. And then uh, once I finished my MA, they gave me a job. So okay. to get into, it was a very small asset management company. Right. I still had no idea what I wanted to do. I was right. just going with the flow. Right? right. You get a one-year work visa. Yeah. Post your uh, college. So I managed to stay for a year. Right. But then the, 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 the 2008 hit. Right. And there was yeah. a massive uh, dip in availability of jobs. Right. And I personally didn't, again, I still wasn't sure what it is I want to do. Okay. So I decided to come back to India. Right. Uh, because they weren't able to extend my work visa. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so came back home. Yeah. Then I joined the family business. Okay. One, what's the family business? So my mom basically is, uh, she has her own business, okay. which is of, have you seen those misting systems? In Singapore, you might have the throughout uh, water, yeah. high yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she manufactures and sells those. Ah. To okay. hotels, restaurants, and everything. So, uh, I think in Singapore you have um, on walkways, yeah, yeah. Wa- uh, and uh, a mall as well. Yes, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was just I was spotted at home, and she's like, "Get it to work." You yeah. Know, what are you doing? Wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. So I started going to work with her. I spent three years with her. Okay. Um, and it was great, but we're too headstrong as two human beings. Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> it was just like bang, bang, Clash. bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
and I was just unhealthy, you know, working yeah. and then coming home yeah. and then, you know. So for and, her being your mom as well as, you know, your boss. And, okay. yeah. and also it was a small company and right. I needed, I, I was feeling that need to go out and interact with people. Yeah different different yeah. people and yeah. you're anyways labeled as the boss's daughter right so right. it's kind of different right yeah. so so then that's when my journey into hospitality started okay. right so uh, in um, delhi uh, so india has a lot of well known chefs but one of the top known chefs is chef ritu dalmia okay right? she's got a restaurants in, D- in delhi called diva okay which are basically italian okay. uh, italian uh, based restaurants uh, i knew her because she's one of my closest friends bua Okay, aunt. Uh, aunt, yeah, yes, yeah, aunt. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so I was just talking to my friend. I was like, you know, I don't know what to do. I, I want to leave. And, you know, I love to eat and I love to drink. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I love yeah. wine, right? Because yeah. I studied wine as well when I, while I was in England. Oh, okay. So I, had, I, it's also, I said, hey, maybe I'll join the food business. How much, right. you know, what better than just to be yeah. in the thick of it? Yeah. And that's, that's not the way it works out. <laughs> You people think that it's very glamorous, yeah. uh, but it's actually one of the hardest uh, jobs to yeah. be in. So when you said food business, what, uh, I mean, what aspect of the food business were you kind of looking at getting into? Again, I was like, I just want to be around food right. and I want to be around wines. So let me, I kind of just gave her a call Yeah. and she made, she met me for lunch at one of her restaurants and she's like, so what do you want to do? I said, I, hmm. but I think I want to be in the food business right. or I just, or the business of food, how you make it, how you transport it, how you sell it, how, yeah. you know, restaurants, I've yeah. worked in restaurants, I've enjoyed it, Yeah. but that's all I know. Yeah. Right. She's like, okay. Again. And she's a Marwari. Right. So she's <laughs> like, uh, you're a Marwari, so you can't be bad. So come on board. Right. Right. So I said, okay, cool. So, so I this joined. seems to be a little bit little of a link, yeah, a, a clan thing, yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. And and she's anyways, you know, always excited that there's a, uh, I'm a woman, and then you know that I want to get in the food business. And she's right. like, it's not easy. I said, yeah, yeah let's see, you know. Yeah. But I had no idea how hard it's gonna be. Mm. And chef is, she's, you know, she's a maverick at what she's done, right? Yeah. And she's one of the most, uh, I think. Um, Highly written about, uh, highly accomplished chefs of India. Okay. Um, she's now opened her restaurants in Milan as well. Okay. And I mean, she's got a lot of awards, everything. And her business is her life. Right. right? I mean, she right. works 24-7. Yeah. So there where I was at about 21. Mm-hmm. And I started shadowing her. Right. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, shadowing in the sense that I started shadowing her operations, her restaurants, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the first thing she did was just make me, uh, she started uh, telling me, go to the restaurants and just start being at the restaurants yeah you know observe what's happening yeah and then they have a huge catering arm okay so they do a lot of weddings and they also do uh, she does a lot of international projects as well okay again this whole clan of business people around the world Maradis, yeah when they have weddings yeah um they sp- they like to give it to indians because their food is very specific oh, okay so and she's well known in the yeah you know in the yeah. catering world i mean yeah. there are three or four big caterers in delhi so she's one of them diva is one of them so it just so happened then i started going to all the restaurants seeing how they run that was an interesting time for me because you know delhi is not very accepting of such jobs right right because uh delhi is you know you get the vibe that your name and what you do is what you get identified with right Mm -hmm. so it was a bit and my parents were not very accepting of me taking this job uh, because i had to work nights 
Right. Um, I had to be at events. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. be organizing or being behind the counter for weddings that they knew people of. Right. right? I was right. at restaurants and their friends would come and I would be serving or even cleaning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was not very, you know, in, in the US or anywhere abroad. It doesn't it's, matter. But yeah. over here, yeah. it's a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, but I knew, and, and of course, for me, it wasn't that it was an easy breeze. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was a lot of clash within me as well mm-hmm. uh, because as much as one tries to avoid it, ego kind of comes into play but it's the way you've been brought up it's the way yeah yeah but i knew that that's not the end Hmm. that i'm this is just a stepping stone because Hmm. i'm just learning right if i don't do it myself at the end of the day when i'm in a position of seniority how am i going to ask someone else to do it yeah and i didn't want to just quit because of this right yeah yeah and i think that um, chef was also putting me through her own way of testing me Hmm. you know Hmm. because uh, she's had a lot of people from Delhi backgrounds who come and said that you know hey Diva we'd love to work but mm. they don't really last it out mm. Mm. Um, so I kind of hung on mm. stuck around and then I was with Diva for about four years and basically then after the first six to eight months um, she loved what I do she liked me she started giving me a lot of opportunity then I started heading all her international caterings mm. so I started being the the conduit between the client and my team okay right which right. meant a lot of travel for me and I was yeah. out I think six months of the year mm. because when you plan and Chef Ritu doesn't just work with her own team right what she does is that at events um, these are people who have their budget for F&B mm. is crazy you know it's, mm. it goes into crores mm. so they just don't want Indian food but they yeah. want the best of the food from around the world so what you right. do is you fly in chefs from let's say you'll fly in Mirazu which is a Michelin star top 10 yeah. um, chef and their team yeah. you'll fly in macaroon makers or you'll fly in let's say um, you know where they're from yeah. you know Sicilians to make uh, the desserts the and the pizza yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. so you're putting this entire conglomerate of people together planning their basically organizing the whole thing yeah. over five days in a different country yeah yeah that's that, tough you know yeah. and then that's that's literally an eight you're feeding 800 people breakfast lunch dinner for three days continuous wow so you're i mean the one has to be very meticulous in the yeah. planning yeah and you're i mean and also you're, you're in an unfamiliar exactly kind of territory yeah. Yeah. so you have to make sure that you know you've exactly got, yeah right. you've got the right you've outsourced the right people and um so interesting. but yeah. interestingly i really enjoyed it I mean, as I was exhausted. So that was really your calling. Yeah, because I like to <laughs> be on my feet, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. an operations person and mm. I like to be on my feet and I like to be busy. So up until then, um, I was working on uh, all the international projects. And, and what happens is that one has to realize when you get into the world of food, you have to give up weekends mm. and holidays. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a misconception if for one second anyone thinks that they don't have to work on weekends. Yeah. And so during my third or fourth year, I a very close friend of mine was getting married who I shared with in London. Uh, I went for a wedding. So okay. I pre-booked those dates. Right, right. right. And that's when I met my husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> I took a weekend off after many years. <laughs> and you it was know, meant to be. <laughs> yes. And I was already 28, I think 28, 29. Yeah. My mother's freaking out, you know. Oh, gosh. Typical okay. Indian parent. She's right. like, and my mom's like, oh my God, you would never get married now. Your, fo- your photographs on Facebook will never allow me to find you a match. Oh, you know? Gosh. Okay. <laughs> so okay. they start thinking, you yeah. know, yeah. it's just the way the Indian culture is, is you just take it with a pinch of salt. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and then uh, I met Yadu, uh, Yadraj's name. Okay. Um, so then we started uh, dating and then we he proposed nine months later. Okay. Uh, we were married the next year. 
Nice. Yeah, so mm. it, was, it, was, it was lovely. But I started getting really exhausted at Diva. Mm. Um, and I and Ashwin, who's who's the founder of Insta Pizza, okay. he's my first cousin's husband. Okay, right. Okay. So he had seen me in my full on full form, form. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at events, work, family, everything. You know. Yeah, yeah. So and I think he really respected that, and he really uh, thought that you know I have some experience as well. Yeah. Um, and of course, that I like enjoy operations. Yeah. That's when he started talking to me about joining him. He okay. opened only one or two outlets at that point. Okay. So it was interesting because I so Insta yeah. Pizza is a mm, is Pizza. it a local is it local or is it because when I uh, googled Insta Pizza, yes. um, I got all sorts of Insta Pizza in different parts of the world. So I was a bit confused. Right. Uh, so is it like local brand or is it something which? Is it like a franchisee or what is it? No, so it's a local brand. It okay. was founded by him. Okay. Um, in in first outlet was in Gurgaon Galleria Market. Okay. He's an avid pizza eater. Okay. Um, he's he's lived a large part of his life in New York where okay. he's and he was a banker. Right. So he ate a lot of pizza and he when he moved back here he yeah. just kind of realized that there's a there's a bit of a gap. gap. Okay. So he um, he decided that he'd open a pizza store and right. then you know right. take it from there and then I think as he started developing his business idea he yeah. realized that there's a lot more than one can do with just a couple of uh, instead of just having one or two more stores yeah so he started putting his entire business plan together okay and that's when he and I started interacting okay and you know I was ready to move into a space that would be sort of my own right right and right. I, I you know I wanted because uh, Diva had exhausted me but I, like I say that was my building like yeah, nothing had, nothing gave you, me you need that yeah, yeah. Um, and I was you really know, background and you need that solid foundation yes, foundation which is what you probably got yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, so I sort of put that behind me and I took his offer when I joined I joined as a as a partner okay and we sort of decided that okay let's see how this goes and right. that's you know he gave me some equity and there was a mix of stuff like that right yeah and now we're fourth into the fifth year so that's okay. me in the business four years later okay so now we're basically the the concept uh, Insta Pizza yeah is that we're a homegrown pizza brand okay so it's Insta Pizza India Ke Values India Ke Pizza Okay. So we're trying to, we see that there's a massive gap between local players and Domino's Pizza Hut that have pretty much, you know, dominated the Dom, market. Yeah, yeah. And Domino's being the largest player in the market right now at right. Uh, over 2,000 stores. Right. And there are a lot of local players. There's some good players who have, what, 50 to 80 stores. But mm. between that and Domino's, there's nothing. Right. Pizza is a category, is the second uh, or the third highest ordered category of food in uh, India, in India okay. right? Uh, yeah. After Indian food yeah. uh, and Chinese. So there's a huge demand, right. right? And there's also, there's a requirement of organized good brands right. that give the product consistently uh, pan-India. Right. So right. we are now placing, we're basically in the right position to grow ourselves yeah. and we're in the right position now to keep ourselves as, I mean, we're, we're focusing ourselves as the, uh, as a pizza brand that is born and brought up, sort of founded in India. Okay. So we're yeah. not borrowing the values of Italy or America or right. anything. Our menu right. is also very Indianized. Okay. Uh, we're also, our pricing is, entry prices currently at about 120. Okay. But we're going to drop them again to 95. Okay. Uh, because we're dealing with severe competition from Domino's. Right. But we're not compromising on our quality. So right. if anyone who orders, let's say Pizza Mania, who are very price conscious. Yeah. I 
think it's about 59 or something like that right. for two or three pizzas you have to get minimum right but the cheese that they use is not uh, 100% mozzarella okay you have i mean because it's a huge company and huge brands yeah. so they have to look at how they can hit their gross margins yeah, yeah yeah so we're trying to we're trying to play a different game but give that and also give unique flavors like we have a pickled onion pizza hmm. we, we some pizzas have a makhani base and so then what's the cheese that you use It's 100% mozzarella. 100% mozzarella. Yeah, right. okay. So we're not mixing it. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payal, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So tell me, uh, Sanali, Insta Pizza, is it like, um, so are, are the locations restaurants or is it just takeaway or... So on the delivery or right. what is it the concept is delivery delivery so it's micro okay. kitchens uh, okay. cloud okay. kitchens basically cloud kitchens yes. yeah yeah and we have now we have 14 okay. between delhi gurgaon noida and jalandhar okay. in punjab yeah and we are going to be growing between punjab and delhi and cr now okay you know pizza is one of the most sensitive items to deliver right because it it cools down the fastest yeah. and you know unlike indian food which can stay hot in a container yeah Uh, this one's not like that. So yeah. we, uh, you know, we're going to be building more of micro kitchens, okay, uh, which don't deliver more than three to four kilometers, so that the customer experience yeah. is, you know, is as much as in our control as we can have it. Yeah, and yeah. of course, we'll have. We're going to have about. So we plan in five years uh, to have two thousand micro kitchens, yeah, and two hundred fifty dine-ins. Uh, dining stores okay. which are more for experiential okay. and, and which will be more in places where there's a heavy footfall okay. right which will just but be it's only going to be pizzas only pizzas only yeah pizzas. only pizzas okay. i mean okay. uh, it's hard enough <laughs> i mean uh, you know and there's there's a reason why it's taken us so long uh, to understand and reach where we are yeah. we've also gone through stages of being confused as a brand yeah um we started off with being a very gourmet brand with having rocket and sunrise tomatoes and fried onions and you know <laughs> i mean what basically we like to eat yeah right <laughs> yeah uh, only to realize that 95% of this country doesn't really understand that food right right and if we're here to play the volume game you yeah. have to cater to them yeah you know you have yeah. to cater to their profile their taste their price points yeah so now it's taken us that that's why there's not a lot that's written more in pizza because we've not actively gone on and sold ourselves because we didn't know our story our own okay. you know okay okay so um, but now you feel now, like it's yes building. in the last okay. one year yeah. we raised uh, money which is yeah. basically our first round for friends and family okay. and um, i myself have invested as well okay. so which is why now co-founder uh, with insta right and so we've we've got a runway for about 50 outlets okay so our basic goal this year is of course our outlet expansion right and the second thing that we're doing is which is our usp for our business is we're building our own operating system okay so technology plays a very important role yeah um in in the food startup i mean people hear the word food tech a lot right um but what we have to do is that because you you're you're connecting so many dots you have operations you have finance you have hr you have sales you know you have customer experiences everything right yeah yeah um and every part has a different technology base so you exported we still haven't found that optimal point of sales that right. captures everything also because we work with third party aggregators so swiggy and zomato okay. and with them it's not easy because data flows in the way they want to send it right right, right. then and then you have I mean, you know, if you get so you so then you don't get access to it, or you do get access. We get access get, to it, okay. but like for example, reconciliations with them is not easy. You know, when you mm. when you're doing 
thousand five thousand orders a day yeah um, then settlements so fi- yeah, there's a lot of intricacies that go into yeah. building the entire web of having a system that gives you the right output right right because yeah. data is what's going to help us grow yeah right we yeah. need the data of what we sell we need the data of our customers yeah uh, we need a good point of sales and we need a good supply chain as yeah. well yeah so now we've basically investing a lot of time in building our technology Okay. So what and what happens is that people who work at our stores they're they're freshers, mm-hmm. right? They're at about ten to twelve thousand rupees salary. Now, if you give them five types of logins and five different websites, yeah, means want to do your point of sale, want to manage your uh, human resources, yeah, or want to uh, let's say for customer feedback, right? Yeah. Uh, it's too hard for them, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. and then you need one which is your operations, right? Because right? after the inventory, they have. You know, their, their task yeah. management has yeah. to be done. Yeah. So we kind of all, even if we integrate or if we have an open API that gives and sends information to these different technologies, we'll all bring it under our Instapizza iOS hmm. uh, or Instapizza operating systems, which will then be the simple user interface for right. so uh, then it's a team easy, member. Easy for the team member yes. to yeah. and be that, able to handle it. Right? Once we build this out... Yeah. Then so for us, expansion then will be... eliminate uh, Swiggy and no, so you can't. Okay. Then 90%. I mean, if today food is, uh, if people can order food at the drop, literally at a press of a button, is because yeah. of them. Right. And their reach in the second t- and third tier cities, yeah. it's phenomenal, right? right? Yeah. Uh, at the yeah. end of the yeah. day. Um, and there's such a massive gap between the supply and demand. So right now, if in India, if you had to think that how many listed restaurants are there on Swiggy and Zomato, you would say, I mean, there are 150,000, right? Wow. If you actually mm-hmm. had to think of how many China has right now, it's 6 million. What? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So you can just imagine yeah. that there is yeah. a huge gap. Yeah. Huge yeah. gap. But the culture in but China... Also, also, I think in India, uh, my understanding is that it's, it's a recent phenomenon. Yes. You know, I mean, how many years would you say that you've got... Uh, a concept like this which has actually under five years five years yeah, five and years, for China yeah. it's probably been exactly a lot longer. yeah and, yeah. and it, even the eating culture yeah is very different yeah over here you still have domestic help yeah and that's still affordable for many people right part-time or full-time right in China everyone eats out every single meal yeah right yeah here people will always carry their lunch yeah. You know, a large yeah. part of the population, we always carry a lunch. Yeah. Uh, while over there, that, that concept, everyone orders yeah. out, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying we'll reach 6 million, but yeah. I think that we can definitely, even if we get half, 2, 3 million, hey, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. There's so much, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's a lot to cover. Yeah. Right. So if we just had to see the delivery market uh, and how it's growing for food delivery specifically in India, currently in 2019, we do 2 million orders per day. Okay. While in 2018, it was just 200,000. Right, so that's it's a compounded it's grown exponentially, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's predicted by 2024 we would hit anywhere between 10 to 30 million orders per day. Okay, right now, yeah. if you had to actually compare that to China, yeah, China currently does 60 million orders per day. 60 million, million right? Oh my yeah. god, and the restaurant supply is 6 million, yeah, right? So yeah. we're doing 2 million, yeah. and the restaurant supply is 150,000. Yeah. So there's a huge gap. I don't yeah. think that um, we'll reach. I mean, I don't think that the nature, the culture of eating in China is very different. Yeah. Uh, India is very different. But even if we reach half of that, yeah. we're on a good wicket, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. 30 yeah. million, half of what China is now. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, so there's a huge demand. Yeah. And the supply is, of course, is what we make of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting that, 
you know, you are at that stage. You've kind of stepped in when, you know, things are developing. So you probably, you're here at the right time. Right. Yes. You know, to see the growth and be a part of the growth, yes. which which is quite phenomenal. Yeah, no, yeah. So, um, so your pizzas are, uh, who decides on what the combination of uh, the toppings is going to be? That's generally me. It's you. Yeah, okay. Ashwin and I obviously... Foodie. <laughs> no, and yeah, I yeah. think it's because how my partner and I divide our work is yeah. Ashwin is very good with marketing and finance. Okay. That's his forte and he's uh, strategy, finance, obviously raising money. Yeah. You know, of course, he's a founder as well. Yeah. And he loves sweet pizza. Yeah. But I get into the... I, I Because I've been in food production yeah. and the business of food, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I look at the entire product. Okay. So my... I mean, my title is CPO, which is Chief Product and People. Product and People. people right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because both things... I mean, people because it's close to me. I'm very yeah. attached to the team. Yeah. I, I'm working... You know, I work... We believe and we're building our uh, company to... Because to be... You know, just so we have to sell yourself to your customers, you yeah. also have to sell yourself to your employees. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's very important. Especially because the kind of kids who work for us are just, you know, 10th plus 2. Okay. And so they don't just have... Straight out of high straight school. Out, yeah. Basically. We're teaching them everything yeah. from scratch. Yeah. So we want them, if they're missing out education, yeah. Yeah. Um, apart from teaching them how to make a pizza, we're working yeah. on a lot of uh, other skills, other skills, to, yeah, right, yeah. You know, just to enhance them so that they're just a more well-rounded person once they yeah. do and when they leave us. Yeah. And what we also do is that we have tied up with Akshay Patra. It's it's, uh, it's a NGO, a social okay. organization that uh, delivers midday meals to a lot of schools in the country. Okay. Um, and we basically donate an X percentage of every pizza that a person buys. Okay. To pay for those meals. Okay. So there's okay. a donation because so it's like you're giving back. We have to give back. Yeah. You know, because anyways, you know, it's all about consumption. Yeah. It has to be yeah. that aspect. You know, yeah. be slightly allows us to be more conscious. Yeah. As a brand. Yeah. That's so how important. large is your team? Now we're 160 people. 160. So so obviously this is your calling. Hmm. Yeah. And did you, when you were at business school um, and, you know, when, not business school, but when you were doing your master's and things like that, did you think that you could possibly become an entrepreneur? Did Did that ever kind of occur to you that you had that potential in you? Yeah. You did. I, I did. I did. I, I I think it comes from the fact that both my parents are entrepreneurs. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um and I definitely wanted to go down the entrepreneurial line. Yeah. Um I just wasn't sure in what okay. and how and when. Right. 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 I had no idea on that and I yeah. wasn't very picky on uh, understanding that or saying that now is the time because I, yeah. I, I do understand how much important it is to get experience as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. learning everything on your own peril and not having experience behind that. You know, if you if the first thing you do is start a business. Yeah. Your learning curve is insane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say that and it's slower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, it makes a lot more sense if you just go out and work. Right, yeah, because yeah. you just at least understand how business yeah. works. Yeah. So basically, the fact that you work with someone else to pick up the ropes, I mean, you have nothing to lose essentially, course, right? right? You only have to learn. Yeah, and yeah. the only thing you have is to learn. Right. You pick up skills, and you know all the intricates of that particular. You're, you're getting business. paid to learn. You're getting paid to learn. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, and there's no harm in that. And there's, there's absolutely, absolutely no harm. harm. Yeah. Hundred yeah, totally. percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's very important. 
Yeah. Um, and it's 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 what's and also get your confidence and exactly. you know, yeah, yeah, and the ability to be able to then branch out and do things on yeah, your own. Sure. And then if you have a right partner, which clearly it yes. seems like you yeah. do, <laughs> and if you have a good synergy, then then I nothing think, like yeah, it. Yeah, then, then it really works it out. Just, yeah, I mean, you know. A lot of startups fail not because I mean you know I mean there are many reasons, but one of the one of the reasons which are probably in the top five is just not good uh, partnership. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, and I think I've been very lucky to have a great uh, partner that I'm working Excellent. with. Excellent, yeah. that's great. So um, for now, the focus is Insta Pizza. Yes, yeah, and um, and you've mentioned you know you gave me some figures on how far you wanted to go right. and things like that. Are you going to add anything else to in terms of the different flavors that you will add on so we have uh, we're, we're very well placed and unique in our offering because um, we have a spectrum of crusts right okay. so uh, we have the healthiest version which is a gluten-free base yeah right which is okay, like, I'm going for that yes <laughs> it's, it's also yeah. my favorite okay. um, so and then you've got the deep dish monster deep dish which is Chicago deep dish style which is for someone who just loves, loves the, pizza yeah. cheese and toppings yeah. Yeah. so and then you've got a classic thin crust and you've got a classic India style pan crust uh, so we've got all four covered right so right. that kind of allows any kind of client to um, get what they want with yeah yeah because yeah. like you know they're like my parents for example they will only thin crust they would never eat a normal you know right. like a pan crust so everyone has their own yeah. um, choice so that that puts us in a unique position right and of course the the, the flavors that we're playing with yeah. are uh, very uh, different okay. I mean we've got our classics like pepperoni and uh, margaritas yeah. and you know yeah. all of that but then we've got let's say a pickle onion pizza masala corn um, you know paneer makhani deep dish butter right. chicken deep dish right. So right. that really appeals, and as we move into the uh, interiors of India, yeah. that that's what uh, speaks out to them. Right? And they are familiar with pizzas. They are. Okay. I mean, in the sense mean, that because Domino's is there, right? Domino's oh, has right. made a mark. They've, Domino's, yeah, is, they've covered you know, the yeah. entire. Yeah. So okay. they've done. They've uh, so people know Domino's. People know what a pizza is. Okay. So that way is that that educating. You know that. That part you don't done. have to do. Right. <laughs> Basically, you, just, you basically just have to step in. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. that's it. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Right. So, of course, uh, life beyond work is uh, <laughs> that does exist. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. very important. So, yeah. uh, you know, as is one gets. So, I've I've also had a journey into. So, I've been very attached to food. Yeah. All my life, I've been a kid who was fat. So I used to eat a lot. I was one who was bullied. Then I then I started work. So I'm, I'm heavily into sports and I okay. work out um, a fair amount. Also because I eat a lot of pizza. Right, right. <laughs> I don't default. You know, when I was a diva, I of course was exposed to food and the type of food. You know, because I was restaurant chef oriented flavors that crazy flavors you know right. and I learned a lot about food especially working for directly under a chef okay. at that time I was a full on I used to eat everything that walked right? okay. I, was a, <laughs> I was a non-vegetarian I ate everything yeah. you know and I think in the last one or two years I've had a realization of how much of that affects your body right and I've also become more conscious as a person okay. so that's so last year I switched to being a pescatarian okay um, and, and this year um, I finally switched to being vegetarian okay so that's Not been vegan but uh, vegetarian. vegetarian okay vegan is hard 
right. simply because I'm in the business of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> at home, uh, like yeah. both my husband and I, we don't really eat that much of. I mean, we eat like in sense we still eat dairy. Like we'll have good ghee, right? right? Or or we'll have uh, dahi, but right. that's about it. You oh, know, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And we avoid gluten as well. But in the sense of the, there's a whole science of food yeah. and what you should eat and how you should eat yeah. it, and that's also become that attachment to emotional attachment to eating yeah you know I've, i mean that's been an interesting journey for me right to work on right. and disattach myself from it hmm. so that's also been you know and and of course because i've been into uh sports so i play what? tennis okay you do. i play hmm. tennis I, I i do a lot of yoga as well right so i've always i mean i'm an early riser so i'm always doing something right, right? so either right. i go for a run or walk or something yeah um yeah. keep myself busy yeah that was and then I mean, I hit the gym a lot in my college years. Okay. That was in attempt to lose all my alcohol weight <laughs> <laughs> that I picked up in college, <laughs> basically. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, college is meant to exactly. be that, right? Yeah. And so, then, you know, especially yeah. I have an Indian student. Yeah. This that reminds me. Yeah. Because it's my anniversary in a week. It's okay. A, uh, we got How married. How uh, It's four years. Four years, okay. And our wedding was drama because it poured like this. Oh okay. my gosh. It just washed the entire wedding out. Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> it, it was crazy, absolutely crazy. The heavens and, just opened up. Yes, and you know me, and I've been in the business of organizing so many, yeah. uh, so many weddings. Yeah. So I had planned it to the T. Right, like there was not a stone left unturned. Right, where there was decor, where there was food, where there was everything. Right, yeah. And of course, I had Diva doing the catering, yeah. and I had you know, um, but yeah, and it was in a farmhouse, and it just poured. Oh you gosh. know, and and I was just like. <laughs> Devastated. My friends could not come into the room where I, my makeup was being done to yeah. tell me. Like they were like <laughs> shit scared, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it was crazy. Oh, but you know, yeah. what was interesting about it was yeah. that how you know a, a wedding is interesting simply because people family just comes together. Comes together, together yeah. you know. There's there, a lot that's, of fun, and, and there's yeah. a lot of fun, and yeah. even if you haven't spent that much of time with certain family yeah. members, you suddenly start spending a lot yeah. of time with them. Yeah. But this was in a crisis situation. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really nice to feel the love, you know. Right. People right. bringing in chairs, everyone trying to do their own thing, right, you know. Right, right. So everyone kind of coming in yeah. to make it all happen. Yeah. Right. To make sure that the celebrations continue. continue exactly. <laughs> right. So I actually wanted to throw some light upon um, our one of our key initiatives that we're working on. Um, I'd, I've already spoken about the the tech platform and the operating system, which is a, a core of what we're working on. The second yeah. is basically wow. called Hire and Grow. Hire and Grow. grow right. Okay. So this is basically under Hire and Grow. Insta- we actively groom the freshers or the employees that come into our company and then we groom them not to grow into into uh, higher positions within the company. Yeah. So if you join a Domino's or a McDonald's, yeah. it, it typically takes you over a few years, maybe about four to five years to reach a store manager level, right? right. Because it's an already established company, right. you know, X, Y, Z. But at Instapizza, we allow the career path to be uh, faster, sure. much, mm-hmm. uh, a lot faster mm-hmm. uh, by educating them, giving them Excel, lessons giving them english lessons right right um so that they can be better at what they do and also 
pick up life skills. Right. So more so, for example, the two chefs who work for me in R&D. Right. Right. Who've pretty much uh, done the entire conception and con- of menus and products. Right. Had just literally, they came in as walk-ins who've never had a job. And they right. said that, you know, one of them was actually a waiter uh, at Diva. Right. right. And he wanted to become a chef. Right. So he came and he uh, he joined in the kitchen. Right. Li- like a busboy, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then slowly now, in the la- la- he's now started showing how he's interested. And I've got him into uh, R&D. So right. he can work more deeply into honing that skill. Right. So similarly, all our store managers now are all freshers who now, after two to three years, have become above store leaders. Hmm. So, of course, this is great for the company, yeah. right? And we build a very strong team with that. Yeah. You know, they're dedicated as much as we're dedicated with them. But this also gives them a lot of uh, ability to go out in the market, yeah. right? Then the confidence, right? right. Because you've got... You've got the language behind you. You've got so certain, you you know how to use certain operating systems. Right. You know Excel. Right. Right. And then of course there's certain of them who want to go deeply and they said you know we'd like to do this course. We'll happily work with that. And now we're I mean this happened as a default. Right. Now we're paying a lot of attention to it. Right. And we're building it out. Okay. So what's the attrition rate right now? Yeah. So at store level the attrition rate is still very high. But I think the young you know this generation they're very you know. They they want like, to make quick money yeah. and very very quickly exactly. yeah so and that is the biggest question I think for any brand yeah. in any business is yeah. that culture right I don't know if uh, you've heard of Zappos in the US right? Zappos yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. Um, um, and there's a book by the Tony uh, Heist uh, written delivering happiness yeah yeah so Zappos is a simple company it sells shoes online yeah, right? yeah. but the culture that he has created. Hmm is phenomenal Mm -hmm. right so that's like our guiding star right right? and that entire which is why i i say you know chief people in product because i'm spending a lot of my time yeah now putting that entire how do we build that culture you know that allows someone who just who's earning ten thousand rupees or twelve thousand rupees to not just come into punch in punch out right Right. and then you're geographically spread out yeah yeah. You know, how do they come attached and what can we do for them? Yeah. You know, in their career, in their personal lives that will allow them to grow. Right. And also be more attached to us as a brand. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That, that, so that's been a lot of work in progress and yeah. working. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're still a young company. Yeah. You so have to I have the right people. You, you need to have the right people yeah. to be able to put that all together. I'm exactly. sure it's going to happen. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's been fun talking to you, Sonali. Thank you. Good luck with Thank you. everything. Thank you. And, you know, I'm sure... Uh, Insta Pizza is going to go places and so are you. Thank you so much. Thank (laughs) you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. I absolutely loved Sonali's energy and her enthusiasm. She has so much to share about her journey as an entrepreneur and that too at such a young age. I think it's quite remarkable. She also did not shy away from sharing anecdotes from her life. Insta Pizza is the pizza brand co-founded by her partner Ashwin and her. The young duo are adapting their pizzas to suit the Indian palate. There is absolutely no stopping Sonali from achieving a lot more. Melting Pot wishes her loads and loads of luck and will follow her journey. Hope you've enjoyed this chat as much as I have. Until the next episode of Melting Pot, this is Bio signing off. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.